Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Man West Madness, your true crime cult conspiracy encrypted podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Danielle. And it's You're my still t- really quiet. It's my turn to talk. I'm literally eating the microphone, so I don't Now you're really loud. Okay. Sorry guys, we're trying to figure it out. Okay. Got it. Okay. So I will keep the mic right so here. So she was probably really quiet in last week's episode. Which really but I wasn't I was reading my own story, so I couldn't look at like the and, like, honestly, you Audio. probably didn't really miss out on much. I don't say anything all that substantial. So. I'm going to be really loud, and Dale's going to be really quiet. So it's going to be, like, adjust the volume up. Adjust the volume down. Adjust the Yeah, luckily you told most of the story. I actually was not too chatty last time. So I don't know if you prefer that or you don't, but <laughs> that was just kind of the reality of that one because I was trying to decide how I felt about it this time. So, um... This week, I am doing a handful of conspiracies. Okay. Yay. Small ones? Um, smallish, yes. Are they all, like, related? They're all in Ohio. I knew that, but but they're not all, like... No, they're okay. just all in Ohio. Because conspiracies are hard. Yeah, that's their common denominator, is that um, they're in Ohio. I'm going to yell at my dog really quick, sorry. Okay. Serious. Stop that. Okay. <laughs> busted okay so um my first conspiracy is so i i want opinions from you after them i want you to tell me if you believe the official story or the conspiracy story okay from each one because i think i have official story and conspiracy story from each one okay how many do you have do you know uh one two three four okay four because Mothman was one of them, and we've already covered right. Mothman. And Mothman is not a conspiracy. He is a cryptid, and he's real. Mm. <laughs> okay, lots of people think he's real. I don't t- necessarily think he's real. I just think it's fun to believe he's real. So. If he's real, I don't want to see him. Preach. Um, first story is Boston Mills, also known as Helltown. So... In 1974, the town of Boston Mills, Ohio, was bought by the government. The town was abandoned, a church, a school, and even a bus was just kind of, like, left there in the surrounding wilderness. Um, Residents were told that the area was going to be home of the Cuyahoga National Park in an effort to preserve more forests. So this was, like, a deal that was signed by i want to say president ford and he was like yep we're gonna preserve more forests in the nation i don't i it says national park i think it's a national park i don't think it's a state okay i don't know the difference i'm gonna be completely honest with you like i don't know if it matters if it's state a state park the state runs it is it funded by the state then national park oh uh, okay yeah. that would that would make sense so that's why like when the government shuts down national parks stay open no state parks stay open so when minnesota state government shut down the state State parks would shut shut down down. the national ones would stay open correct okay got it that makes sense so basically the official story is that um they were making more space for more national parks more national forests so but of course, the official story has not stopped conspiracy theories from popping up. And there are two conspiracy theories. For the first one, um, the government actually bought the land because of a toxic chemical spill that was not only causing people, but 
animals to mutate. Oh. The most famous of the mutated creatures is a massive snake they call the Peninsula Python. And locals claim that it still slithers around the town. So. No. Giant snake. Yeah, they had me for a hot second. And then I and got then to giant we got snake. got to and mutating <laughs> animals. And I said no. And you're like hard pass on that one. Like sure there might have been a toxic spill. But no. Okay. Um, and then the second theory involves Satanists. Which always makes me laugh. Because as far as I'm aware, and I've looked into it, there's never been a real satanic cult that has sacrificed a human being. So as far as I'm aware, this one is kind of far-fetched too. Basically, the theory is that um, Satanists murdered a busload of children, hence the bus that was just left there. And there are claims that people have seen the ghosts of these children in the bus, but since there is no evidence of a massacre of anyone on the bus and someone also proved that a family was living there for a while during the time that their house was being renovated, I don't see that as a viable haunting experience because somebody was living there. Yeah. A okay. family was literally living on the bus. Um, and then... Also, people say that the Satanists have taken over the town and wait for unsus- unsuspecting visitors to come to town to capture them and sacrifice them. And I want to, yes, no. Do you think that could be a possibility no. that the Satanists have taken Hell over no. the town? Hell no. So you're believing the well, official. Well, is it a national park? Yes. Do you know if it's part of the national yes, park? Yes, it is. Then, yep. Yeah, I'm so, the official okay. story. Emily's believing the official story. There's so, um, one of the reasons I think the whole satanist, satanist, sorry, theory has stuck around is because, um, people spray painted upside down crosses on the church. Yeah, so people obviously just it's, shit. yeah, it's obviously Satanism, you know, and yeah. not some bored teenagers who are like, Ooh, this would be so cool. Right. Um, and then in 2016, all of the buildings in Helltown were torn down. Oh. So, Emily's saying not a conspiracy. No, hell no. Okay. I love that you're saying hell no to Helltown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I made sense, and then, like, the the first one made sense, like you said, until they got to the mutating animals, and then, no. And I'm sure there are snakes over there, but I don't think it's from a mutant you don't think it's a giant uh, python. peninsula python? No. Apparently, they have celebrations for the python, even though no one has proven it exists. Of course they do. Yeah. Any chance, any reason to throw a party. Right. All right. So, the next one is the Great Serpent Mound. Okay. Okay. So, the Great Serpent... Sorry, I'm going to struggle with serpent for some reason. Um, mound is a prehistoric effigy mound that is 1,340 feet, 48 feet long and is anywhere from nine inches high to three feet high. Do you know what an effigy mound is? No. Okay. So I didn't either. So I looked it up. An effigy mound is a raised pile of earth that is built in the shape of an animal, symbol, religious figure, or human. Um, the cultures that that made these mounds were Native American and scholars believe that the mounds were primarily for religi- religious purposes 
and sometimes were um, burial mounds. Cool. Um, most of effigy mounds are found in the Midwest. Um, most of the ones, most of them that are in Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Iowa are like bears, whereas oh, Ohio and Michigan have more water animals, like fish. Yeah, or like um, certain types of snakes are considered water animals. Um, it's yeah, it just tends to be more aquatic creatures. Okay. Um, so the first conspiracy, again, there are two of these, um, as for, um, why this giant serpent effigy is there is because of, do you want to guess? The python in Helltown. No. (laughs) Good guess though. (laughs) Aliens. Oh, obviously. Yes. Obviously. Right. No. Hell no. (laughs) She's just debunking it immediately. She's absolutely not here for it. (laughs) Okay, so some people believe that the mound, which is the oldest and largest in the world. Do you know how big it is? It's 1,348 feet long. That's big, right? Yeah. Because I think, can you really quick just Google how big is a football field in feet? Yep. I think it's like 300, but I'm not sure. That doesn't sound right. I don't know. I thought of it when I looked it up the other day. That's how big it was. Field in feet. 360 feet. Oh, I was actually really close. (laughs) So that's, you know, over four football fields. No, right around four football fields long. Yeah. Which is impressive. And when we say football fields, we mean American football, not not soccer. Obviously. Yeah. We have listeners in the UK. Oh, I'm sorry. We got to be, we got to be clear. Um, okay, so <laughs> the consp- the conspiracy, I just re- reread it and it made me laugh. Okay. Um, the people that people believe the alien one is because they believe that the mound um, could be home to uh, a mine for spaceship fuel. No. <laughs> the... <laughs> The show on History Channel, Ancient Aliens, claims to have proof that aliens came to the Serpent Mound to mine iridium, a rare element that does come from meteorites, um, and it was used to fuel their ships. So that's what some people, because have you heard of the Nazca lines? No. They're out in uh, the Nazca Desert, and they're like the same thing. They're like these different designs. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they believe that these Those are, are cool, actually. Yeah, they they believe they're the same. They're there for the same reason no. that those hosted a mine for alien fuel, and so does the Great Serpent. No, because it'd be easy to find from the sky. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So definitely not aliens. No. <laughs> um. Got it. I, again, I'm wishing that this was a visual <laughs> podcast because the look of just disbelief and irritation on Emily's <laughs> face is so good. She's yeah. like, no, absolutely not. I mean, I just like come up with something believable if you're going to come up with something. Well, I think part of the reason that this conspiracy sticks around so much is, A, people want to believe in aliens. Well, yeah. And, and I'm not saying aliens aren't real. Yeah. I'm saying they don't get their ship fuel from a mound in Ohio. Okay. 
that looks other, like a snake. The other reason why people have a hard time with it is because they're like, well, how could they have designed this this thing from the ground and have it look like a snake from up above when they can't see up above it? It's really not that hard to make a snake shape. It's a wiggly line. <laughs> they could have done that on accident. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're my favorite. Holy shit. <laughs> Um, I did not realize this was going to be so much fun. <laughs> um, okay, so the other conspiracy is that in recent years, new agers have started to come to the site and cause issues due to vandalism. Do you know what the new age movement is? You've been asking me all these questions and I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm feeling real well, dumb. No, no, no. <laughs> don't feel dumb because I literally had to look it up too. So that's why I'm asking is because like I didn't know either. I mean, I've heard the, t- the phrase, yeah. the term before. Yeah, but so no, had I, I but I really. like didn't really know what it was. No. So the new age movement is people who believe in the designation of mind, body, and spirit. The movement started in the early 1970s. So right when we were getting into the free love and rock and roll and drugs okay. stuff. New Age typically adopts a belief in holistic form of divinity that imbues the all of the universe, including human beings themselves. There is a strong emphasis on the spiritual authority of the self. This is accompanied by a common belief in a wide variety of semi-divine non-human entities, such as angels and masters, with whom humans can communicate, particularly through the form of channeling. So, what I want you to think of is your story about the woman. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what I thought of. Yes, perfect. The Chicago chick. Yeah, where she like believed that she was talking, right, ghostwriting from her dad yeah, first, yeah, 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 and then yeah. yeah. Yep. So that's very new agey. Yes, that's immediately what I thought of. Yes, awesome. That's what I was hoping because that's what I thought of too. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, finally. Um. Okay. So there is a group calling themselves Unite the Collective. And they posted videos of themselves bearing what might be hundreds of small muffin-shaped devices called organites in the mound. I didn't know what an organite was either, so don't worry. Is it a rock? I will explain. That's what it sounds like. So basically, um, I'm going to skip part and then come back to it. Actually, no. I'm going to keep going. I'm just going to read what I wrote. So they were hoping to lift the vibrations of the earth so that we can, quote, all rise together, end quote, and they call themselves light warriors. Well, at least they wanted us all to rise together. Yes. Very inclusive. It is. It's real nice. Now you might say, and I did write this, quote, Danielle, what the hell is an organite? End quote. Let me tell you. Is it a mushroom? (laughs) No, but it's in the shape of a mushroom, allegedly. And... Organite, O-R-G-O-N-I-T-E, is a homemade object that is made from resin and bits of metal and crystal that they allegedly... I knew it was a rock. ...draw um, in negative energy and emit positive energy. So it's made from, like, um, this, the stuff that people put on cups. Um, God, you Salt know, for margaritas? <laughs> Yes, a- accurate. No, God, what is that called? It's so resin is epoxy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Epoxy. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it's called. Okay. So it's made from those, and then they like put like crystals and shit in them. Okay. 
And then that is supposed to like draw in negative energy and then send out positive energy. Got it. Which, okay. Believe what you want. I don't care. Um, They've been around since the 1930s when an Austrian inventor named Wilhelm Reich discovered Oregon, not the state. Not the state. O-R-G-O-N-E. Oregon. And claimed that it was the life energy that fueled all living things. He started to sell Oregon accumulators that he claimed could concentrate and direct the life energy. Yeah. That face is exactly right. She's looking at me like bull fucking shit. Um, okay. In 1954, the U.S. and Drug Administration declared Oregon accumulators and the study of Oregon, a.k.a. Oregonomy, <laughs> to be a sham. Can you believe? No. Um, and William Reich was tried for making false and misleading claims. He was sentenced to two years in jail and all his Oregon accumulators had to be destroyed. But despite that, they're still apparently somewhat popular with um, the uh, light warriors and other new age folk. So the light warriors claimed that they buried hundreds of these in the mound, which is not okay because that's called vandalism because it is an ancient structure that we should not be fucking with. Mm hmm. Do you, think, um, do you think they actually did that? There's video of them actually oh, burying okay. some. I don't know if they buried hundreds or if they just said they did. And then they also um, ran and jumped over the mound to, quote, reactivate it, end quote. Police in the area are looking at the videos to try and find some of the vandals, um, again, for burying the organ in the mound. To prosecute them, they are also using police dogs to try and find more of the Oregon because they haven't found hundreds. They found like a couple dozen. I'm saying no. So <laughs> I'm not done with the New oh Agers. My God. My <laughs> we have These guys need two to and a half. We have two and a half more bullet points here. Um. So another thing that the New Ager group or the new age group has done uh at the site is hold what they called a crystal skull festival of course do you know about the crystal skulls josh gates did Um, an episode on it and then also there was indiana jones and the crystal skull arguably one of the less awesome indiana jones movies it's the one with shia indiana jones movie what the fuck i failed you yeah they're so good they're so good yeah exactly i've seen that indiana jones stunt show yes yeah count yeah have you been on the ride there's a ride too i don't know if there's There's one at disney World World, or if it's just at disneyland i was on the ride this year it was pretty dope last year yeah in the last (laughs) 12 months i've been on the ride Okay, um, what do they do with these crystal skulls? Or so do they have a festival for the them? The crystal skulls um, are allegedly like these ancient crystal skulls. And this is kind of just what I remember. From, I didn't want to do more research because it was, this is getting, it was getting kind of tedious. Um, but 
allegedly one of them was found by this girl whose dad or stepdad or whatever was an explorer and she said she found it at this ancient site i think it was an incan site oh yes i do remember this one yeah yep and so they've done tests on them and people are like no there's no way these are from when you're saying they're from because of the technology that was used to create them yep um people who believe in the crystal skulls really believe in them though so um they were probably made in the late 1800s in Mexico and or Europe. So, not so ancient. Right. Um, so, the New Age group brought all together all 13 ancient crystal skulls at the mound into 2011 and intended to restart the paranormal powers at the site. Do you think they needed to get permits for this? event that they I mean, held, probably, do you think they just showed it's up? probably a national park of or a state park of some sort you would think yeah um they also brought several mayan priests who were there to discuss the end of the world prophesized by the mayan calendar in 2012 so emily no <laughs> native americans <laughs> burial sites the the big I think um, a couple of the articles mentioned this that the big issue with saying that it's Native Americans is that there are no Native people still left in Ohio, so like what group was it? Why did they build them there? Who was there for how long? Like or it's just a very oddly shaped hill. There's no way it's an oddly shaped hill. Okay, well there's no then way. it's the Native Americans. So I think that's the biggest issue because like in Minnesota we still have plenty of native populations so like usually there's oral history there that tells us why it was built who built it when it was built you know and this just has no information so i think that's why it's so mysterious yes yeah so my next one is the northeast blackout of 2003 have you heard of this one well i'm assuming all the power went out yeah I'm surprised I don't remember any of this, though. Because well, 2003, I was, like, seven. So. I was 13. No, I was almost 13. You were 11. In 2003? Oh, you're right. Never mind. <laughs> so, I was eight? You would have been turning eight that year. Yeah. So, the Northeast blackout of 2003 happened on Thursday, August 14th at 4.10 p.m., the outage affected places in Ontario, Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. Can I tell you, this is one of my biggest fears. A big blackout? That one day the power is just going to go out and it's never going to come back. I'm really sorry about this story then because it's going to freak you out. Mr. Forsyth. <laughs> Which one? Younger or older? Young. Oh. Told us though that's North Korea and Russia could just cut off our power and we'd be fucked. I mean, he's not wrong. I know, and it's scary to think about. So, most places um, in those nine, eight states and, and Ontario um, had power back by midnight, so which was still seven hours. Okay. Um, some lucky places had power back by 6 p.m., but it took a a uh, whole two days for full power to be restored in New York City and Toronto. I've had power for, with, I've been without power for three days before. When was this? When I lived in Duluth. What? How did I not know about this? Um, you probably 
did. It was like the summer I stayed in Duluth. And we... This does not sound familiar at all. Got back to from the bar at like 2.30 in the morning. And then at like 3, like straight line winds came through. And a tree almost fell in our house. But we didn't know until the morning. Because you're all in a drunk sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, like the power lines in our backyard... Like, we're all ripped out and in the yard just hanging out. And it took them three days to Holy get shit. power I back. I did not know that. Was this in the winter? No, it was oh, in no, the summer. summer. You said that, Yeah. Right? Summer of, I want to say, like, 2016 or 2017, maybe? That sounds like absolute hell. Also, did you go to Tom's? I think I came home. Okay. Yeah. That You know, that would make sense as to why I didn't know this story, because I worked at camp that summer. Oh. Yeah, and I had I, I was taking year, summer yeah. classes, and I had like a term paper due, and oh. me and my roommates had to go to the deck, the ice rink, because they had opened it up to the community because it was so hot. Smart to get power and write our papers. That would be really Sorry, stressful. I just think totally. No, okay. no, it was it sucked. It was scary at night. Oh, I bet because I stayed up there for two days, black. and then at that point, I was like, I can't do this anymore. That's fair. So I, can't I would it would have been like a half a day for me I'm like fuck this I'm yeah. out I'm going to Tom's yeah <laughs> it was scary but yeah I don't blame you couldn't charge our phones yeah that would yeah that'd be terrible and like the reliance on like cell phones at this point it's oh three right so like there weren't really smartphones yet I think that was still the Blackberry mm. era flip phone yeah flip. Nokia yeah oh my god those bricks are i bet you anything if there was like a worldwide blackout those motherfuckers would probably still work work. (laughs) they'd be like we got this yeah (laughs) um okay so the the outage affected an estimated 55 million people in canada and the u.s the blackout started because of a software bug in the alarm system in the control room of first energy which was the energy company the bug caused operators to be unaware of an of overloaded transmission lines, and so it just kind of like continued to overload different things, and then it just kind of went and shut everything down. But of course, some people believe that it was not as simple as a software bug. Would you like to guess? North Korea. Not North Korea, but terrorist attack. Yes. I mean. So, this one I might not say no to. Um, the first theory is a terrorist, or well, the most prevalent theory is a terrorist attack. Um, and if you think about what was going around, going on yeah. in the early 2000s, this was yeah. two years after 9/11. 9/11. So of course it was Al Qaeda. Um, Lieutenant Colonel Bradley K. Ashley had a connection to the outage. He was a trained, uh, he was trained to accurately analyze military threats. And Lieutenant Colonel Ashley did a report on Al-Qaeda and a cyber attack. So um, in the report, he wrote, quote, the overall assessment of the Al-Qaeda cyber threat is critical. We know terrorists are pursuing this capability. Major cyber attacks against America will occur. It is a matter of when, not if, end quote. So not to make your fear any larger. I am so sorry. (laughs) I feel really bad. It's okay. Um, Lieutenant C, uh, Lieutenant C. So I wrote LTC because I didn't want to keep writing Lieutenant Colonel. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Ashley's report even laid out how a terrorist attack could attack the U.S. power system, 
Part of it involved using SCADA devices, which is a piece of technology that is used at several power plants to keep them from overloading. To further back up this theory, information about SCADA devices and hacking them was found on Al-Qaeda computers that had been seized in raids and um, told by prisoners, um, Al-Qaeda prisoners, um, that told the interrogators about their intent to use these methods to attack the U.S. So that's why people are like, yep, this was not, even though President Bush said, no, not a terrorist attack, which why would he say, yes, it was a terrorist attack in the middle of a blackout in arguably one of the nation's largest, most populated areas. I mean, I wouldn't say arguably, I would say. Well, you've got L.A. and... I think New York is bigger. New York's bigger. Okay. But I'm just thinking, like, that that area. But whatever. doesn't matter. So, do you think it was a bug in the system, or do you think it, it was terrorist attack? This one, I don't immediately say no to. Which is a Shock. big plus. Um, <laughs> Considering all the other ones have been immediately no. My other, my only thought is that I don't think it would be Al-Qaeda. Because I don't think. You do think it would be like Korea or, or Russia or. Well, I'm not going to say who I think it would probably be. You can just nod when I say it. Korea, mm. Russia, mm. Um, China. Um, okay. One of the three. Yeah, one of the three. Okay. Um. But I don't know. So more, but more what, of a what, but what would have how like what would have been the point? Because we got power back. Well, over a hundred people did die. Oh, so I feel like there's. I might do a story not, on some of them because they. I th- I think most of it was like East Coast, but I don't know for sure. So I'm still gonna say no, but more likely than. The other, the other ones we've heard so far. <laughs> and the last one. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So um, Wright-Patterson Air Force Base sits outside of Dayton, Ohio, and used to be the home of Project Blue Book. Have you heard of Project Blue Book? I had not heard of Project Blue Book. So. No. Okay. We're not really alien people, though. No. So Project Blue Book is a, quote, ground zero for government investigations of UFOs, end quote. Okay. In Ohio? Uh-huh. Yeah, right outside of Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, likely. Why not? With- <laughs> All right. So now known as Wright Pat for short, a building on the base called Hangar 18 holds the most interest for UFO enthusiasts. They believe that the government hid physical evidence from UFO investigations in Hangar 18. This included flying saucer debris, extraterrestrial remains, and captured aliens. <laughs> the eye roll that I just got was so impressive. I mean, my only <laughs> I'm, I'm so proud <laughs> thought is that, like, I guess if you're going to pick the most unsuspecting place, Dayton, Ohio would pretty unsuspecting. be pretty good, but... Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, So the first time Hangar 18 is mentioned, or at least UFO enthusiasts believe it is mentioned, is after the alleged UFO crash in the desert near Roswell, New Mexico in 1947. The Roswell Army Airfield said in a press release that they had inspected the flying disc, then sent it on to higher headquarters 
Then a second press release came out saying that the flying disc had turned out to be a weather balloon, (laughs) which typical. Yeah. But in 1994, the Air Force did acknowledge that whatever was found was not a weather balloon, but had been testing. They had been testing surveillance devices that they wanted to use to spy on Soviet Russia. Like drones. Basically. Yeah. Which that does track because 1947 would have been Cold War era. Um, people believe that there was debris from the crash um, brought to Wright Pat because of reports that people from people that used to work at the base, including one pilot who told his wife that he flew debris and several small alien bodies from Roswell to Wright. Um, another pilot told his family that he saw a living alien at Wright in 1947. He also claimed that, quote, the military destroyed this creature by conducting tests on it, end quote. So, um, Project Blue Book wrapped in 1969, but reports of seeing aliens and alien technology at Wright Pack continued. In 1974, a report came out claiming that a high-ranking official saw the bodies of 12 alien beings during an autopsy. The Air Force has always denied the rumors, including that there is even a Hangar 18 on Wright Pat Air Force Base. That is all the information I have on that one. Didn't the government just come out saying that UFOs do exist? I don't know if they officially have said it. Or like something. But like, they like there have been some something. like videos of pilots seeing things in the air for sure. There's that one that where he was like, it looked like a Tic Tac. He like saw it and then it like poofed out of the, um, which is very fascinating to me. I are we yang or naying? Are we ing? I feel like possibly. Okay. Not an immediate no. Not an immediate no. But not because yes. there's got to be some you know somewhere that these things are like. There's so much shit we don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Like that says no. But I do think there's a place out there. I just don't think it's in Dayton, Ohio. Okay. Do you think it's like um, Area 51 or whatever? Because they're saying that like this is another Area, Area 51, 51 type base. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's more than just one. Yeah. That would make sense. But. Uh, yeah. I'm, I, I sure. Would agree if you want to believe that, go ahead. I would agree like, with you there. I wouldn't call you crazy, but. No, I. So I'm very much more like I could buy ghosts yeah <laughs> then i can buy aliens more ghosts than yeah aliens? yeah i believe i think aliens are real but i don't i don't think don't they're know. real in the way that we think they are okay i just don't know like i don't i think maybe the the thought of aliens scares me more than the thought of ghosts really i hate space like i love looking at the stars but like that gravity movie with sandra bullock absolutely freaking literally not i'm not gonna see that movie ever because it really freaks me out because there's just nothing forever yeah so i just think like if someone was like danielle you want to go on a spaceship i'd be like <laughs> not a chance in hell yeah i don't have any interest in it so because it just really freaks me out how much nothing there is same idea with deep ocean right you're not getting me in a sub 
not yeah. happening i mean absolutely won't not. even get me in an ocean so that's that's fair <laughs> we talked or about this yesterday <laughs> um so i don't know i mean do i think there could be somewhere where they are storing the stuff like you yeah probably do i think there's a lot of it no probably not i feel like that'd be something really hard to like cover up for so long and also like ufo literally just means we don't know what it is flying object it could literally be a kite but you just can't tell that it's a kite because it's a weird shape right so i don't know um my sources were onlyyourstate.com all that's interesting.com wikipedia um for information on what an effigy mound was and what the new age um, movement is. Indiancountrytoday.com. Ancient Aliens Season 9. I didn't have the episode because it was just like a little 10-minute clip on YouTube. Um, that talked about the Great Serpent. Um www.iol.co.za technology and history.com I like that one that was good thank you I thought it would be kind of fun to do some just do some conspiracies yeah. conspiracies are hard They're because really you don't hard. find enough information um, so that was a good way to do it yeah so I might that might be my new lighthouses yeah <laughs> you can do lighthouses I'll do random conspiracy theories cool so. Um, okay. I'm going to try to think of the socials. I do have a headache, so I my can, mind is like... I was going to say, I can tell you're a little... I'm like fading yeah. a little bit. Yeah. You're like not all there anymore. No. I know. I started off really good. And you now did. I'm just like, I need like caffeine or something. Okay. But, um, Let's get done with this so you can get M-W some. MW Madness Podcast yep. on Instagram mm-hmm. and Gmail mm-hmm. and Midwest Madness Podcast, the group on Facebook. Yes. Nice That'd job. Good. Okay. Um, it's cool. Well, God, this episode is going to come out at like the end of June. It so, is. I mean, it could be like 4th of July next week for all we know. Yeah. So have a we great. We could do the math, but will we? We won't. No. No. <laughs> so we hope you have a great week, you guys, and we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Bye.